0: Hello and welcome again to Ask the Doc, Life Lessons You Should Have Been Taught in School. I'm Dr. Tony Basillo, your host. This is episode 12, and episode 12 is going to focus on two things. One, the mindset of the rich and wealthy, along with the rules that they follow to create generational wealth. This week, as always, I will provide you with a success tip, followed by a stock tip, uh, then ultimately discuss the principles and rules that the rich follow, In order to stay rich, in a secret episode attached to this session, I'll also give you a whole load of additional success tips to consider for your family, for your children, and for the next generation or two. You know, Warren Buffett, the Oracle of Omaha, and considered by many to be the greatest stock picker of all time, once said, if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. This quote sets the stage for the later discussion about the rich. All right, so let's get to the success tip for the week. Uh, the tip is 10 strategies that the rich use to create generational wealth. Here goes. First, they pay themselves first. They No matter what is going on in their lives, no excuses, they will set a level of 15 to 20% of their net income, and they will make sure that they're investing that money each and every week. My suggestion to you would be, I don't care, $5, $10, $15 a week in the SoFi accounts we mentioned or a related app type of an account, uh, some money into an emergency fund, some money in your 401k, and you got to make that a top priority. Number two, the rich use leverage in other people's money or OPM. They will even borrow money, for example, from a home equity loan at a low interest rate. Now of course, now that makes no sense because rates are very high. But when rates are low, they'll oftentimes borrow money at 3 and 4% and then take that money and invest it in a very high return on investment uh, type of a stock or business venture. Very, very smart. Number three, they employ multiple streams of income, passive income, if you will, which we talked about in the last episode, and they do not rely solely on a job. Folks, let me tell you, you will not get wealthy working for somebody. It just doesn't work. You have to have side hustles uh, for the most part, unless it's handed down to you from your family. All right, number four, they diversify to mitigate risk. As the saying goes, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Five, they exude patience and view investing as a long-term play. They disregard short-term market fluctuations and have a very, very long-term perspective on life and on money. Number six, they manage risk. Liability risk, investment risk, and monetary risks. They use things like trusts, umbrella insurance, and other protectionary instruments to protect themselves and their family. I have a trust, a pour over will that protects my family in case something happens to me, my children will be protected. Number seven, they pay a lot of attention to minimizing their tax burden. Let's be clear about something there's no law that says you have to pay taxes. The law is clear, you have to have earned income in order to pay taxes. So the goal should be to minimize your net income. Now, of course, the downside to that is when you go to get credit or you go to buy something and you want to put it on credit, it could be um, you know, it could be adverse for doing that. So be careful with that, of course. They do pay a lot of attention and minimize their taxes as much as they can. Number eight, they have a continual learning mindset, whereby they're always reading and always checking out global economy news, market and stock market type of news, and they're doing it every day. For myself, I'm reading two books at the same time. I'm reading four or five online magazines. I'm going to Google News four or five times a day because I need to stay abreast of the global economy because of my business and also in the stock market so that I make sure that I'm investing wisely. Number nine, they have a great team of people surrounding them, such as a CPA and an attorney, who do whatever it takes to protect their client's assets, which is super important. So get yourself a great CPA, a great attorney. Number 10, they give back in some way. They use philanthropy to further whatever causes they believe in. All right, next, the stock tip of the week. This stock tip may require you to open up a SoFi, Robinhood, or one of those other accounts uh, or even a DRIP, what's called a Dividend Reinvestment uh, Program stock, so that you can buy fractional shares of it. It's Berkshire Hathaway B stock. So B-R-K dot B is the stock I'm referring to. It's the Warren Buffett stock. Why not mimic what he does? It's selling for just above $400 a share right now. Uh, the stock has an approximate 10% upside, meaning it should move to about 440 a share by sometime next year, which of course is good. It has a market cap of $860 not million dollars, which is insane, and a price-earnings ratio of, believe it or not, less than one. You simply can't go wrong with investing in a Warren Buffett stock. I might add an additional piece of information is that Warren Buffett invests in these stocks, Chevron, American Express, Apple, and Bank of America. Those are the ones that make up The overwhelming majority of his stock portfolio so mimic it all right now let's discuss the rules followed by the wealthy the rich tend to be different in the way they look at life most wealthy individuals are not very showy they don't want to be want to be rich and if anything they tend to be rather frugal the wealthy generally follow 10 rules to sustain generational wealth including one they understand there's no free lunch They ignore internet scams and all those get-rich schemes that are out there, and they understand you get what you pay for. Specifically, if something appears too good to be true, it probably is. Rich people, generally speaking, also don't buy things like lottery tickets. They avoid that stuff. Two, they avoid credit card and other high-interest debt, like the plague. They pay cash for everything. If they can't afford it at a certain time, they wait. They wait. Okay, and also they'll use other people's money to create that leverage I mentioned earlier. If they do use a credit card, they'll always pay it down in the same month. Number three, they do not gamble. I'm not talking about going to Vegas and putting $50 in a slot machine or the occasional having a fun weekend in Vegas or or Tahoe. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that rich people understand that the odds are against them and that they're not going to gamble for the most part. Number four, they only invest in assets that appreciate. No timeshares, um, no buying weeks of vacation, no buying points, none of that junk, and no cars that depreciate the second they drive off the lot. They're very careful with making what I would call large purchase decisions. Number five, they literally plan their big purchases and completely avoid impulse buying. They understand the difference between needing something and, and wanting something. Number six, they never play the keeping up with the Joneses game. They don't try to impress people. They really don't care. They have zero interest in impressing others about their wealth. Um, Wanna be rich people flaunt it for what it's worth. Number seven, they rarely spend any money on mindless entertainment activities. They tend to spend their time on activities that significantly add value to their lives. Uh, they also have a mindset where they wake up in the morning and the first thing they think about is what am I going to do today to inch me one step closer to my goals, whatever they may be. <sighs> Number eight, they never, ever, ever listen to whispers about the stock market from friends, colleagues, family members, et cetera. Uh, they, they know that trendy fad type stocks, it's a short term play. They have a very short self-life and they tend to avoid them. They look at this, as I mentioned, as a very long-term play. Number nine, the wealthy never stop learning. They are reading every day. They're staying on top of news like I told you a couple of minutes ago. And they pay a lot of attention to whatever news will affect their investments. For me, as I mentioned in episode two, I mentioned in episode seven, um, when you have your investment portfolio set up, it is critical, including your 401k. Every 90 days, reassess. Take a look at your 401k investments. Take a look at any other investments you have and purge the crap and take care of the stuff that's good. You know, that sort of thing. All right. At number 10, finally, the wealthy continue to add to their network. They understand the need to expand their personal brand and their reach. So with that, they use a lot of social media Things like X and Facebook and Instagram, et cetera, as platforms to address issues that might be keeping them up at night. And also, of course, to gain some brand awareness. All right. In the secret episode attached this week, I'm going to give you another dozen or so success tips that the wealthy use to stay ahead of the game and also create, as I said, generational wealth for their children. So please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Become a member of the Patreon family. I would love that so you could see the secret episodes, of course. And that's it for this week. You know, as always, leave me a review, a comment, things you want to see, things you want to hear, things you dislike. Uh, Let me know how I can help you in any way, shape, or form. So signing off for now, this is Dr. V. And remember, the early bird might get the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. Patience, my friends.